anything and everything but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-hosts, Ryan and Nick. My name is Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> boy. This garbage is, boy. This is <laughs> and I'm back, and you can't keep me down. Two? <laughs> yeah. Because we're rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Your behavior, producer Ryan, continually is totally expected and abhorrent. But... It's Star Wars. I guess the new movies, they love doing that. Yeah, that's their thing. <laughs> they just really love coming up with a name on the spot and be like, oh, I guess I'm just going to do that. That's how it works, Ryan. <laughs> in pitch meetings, it's just like, okay, what's the name of this movie? Oh, God, I don't know. That's the last thing we're going to pick. And so it's like, bro, just because they do that. And my sneaky favorite part of A New Hope is when Han Solo responds on the uh, on the radio. And he's like, yeah, everything's okay up here. Oh, yeah. Everything's, how, how, and how I feel are you like doing? they keep trying to recreate. Yeah, they keep trying to recreate that great unbelievable moment which was probably ad-libbed and they keep failing <laughs> mm, yeah yeah <laughs> all right uh so we'll start off with a little bit of movie news as always so uh looks like we got a ton the of death stuff. the death of the movie theater bring it to us yeah we got more oh, things man. coming straight to disney plus <laughs> and i think we talked about it a couple episodes ago where disney is just they're massively you know influencing more on disney dump. plus they just took a huge dump of like here's a million shows we're gonna do maybe maybe possibly who knows so, <laughs> i I, th I feel like some people would like that i thought you might like that nick <laughs> uh, i'm not against some of them sound interesting some of them seem like they're going to oversaturate some of the things i love a lot of, a lot of the stuff or at least with the marvel stuff that i'm seeing i don't know too much outside of like you know the marvel and star wars stuff that they're bringing there but some of it we know has been was going to go to disney plus as a tv series like WandaVision's coming out like January 15th. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is March 19th. I think, and of course, the, I think the big one was the Loki trailer that dropped where you kind of see him as D.B. Cooper too as well. Interesting trailer, yeah. At least with all three of those, maybe Cap, uh, the Winter Soldier one is a little bit more traditional, but WandaVision and Loki seem like different takes. So they're taking some chances, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we had this conversation. Are are either of you have you changed what you're excited for in that regard? Um, I don't know. I think I'm still pretty excited for I think the main three. So Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I think a little bit more on WandaVision, just because okay. I don't think I'd want to see those as standalone movies, you know, with those characters, but I would I wouldn't mind seeing them with their own little miniseries <laughs> or why, why is that Tyler? Said, uh, <laughs> I probably would have said Falcon and Winter Soldier and now I think kind of think WandaVision. Yeah, mm. I think just because I don't know, do I really want to go to movies for a Loki movie? You know, it just, you know, because with the MCU, they're nah, getting bigger with that. And you have to watch every movie, but I don't mind seeing the, you know, I don't mind seeing the TV version of them and having them expand on that. And kind of with that Loki version, too, it's the it's not the Loki that we get from, you know, the main MCU storyline. It's the one from uh, Endgame where he grabs and the Tesseract yeah. and then he teleports yeah. to off, off Basically, world. Basically the same Loki, yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He doesn't have, like, that redemption arc, like, at the end when he gets choked to death by Thanos, you know, or Desi. Okay, but, yeah, know, that's true. Yeah, so that's true. He, he's at that point where he just invaded New York and everything, and I guess you could say, and they've said it, too, where he was the influenced. God of mischief. Yeah, he was influenced more by the Mind Stone. Um, but I'm mm. curious if they can do it because, you know, they have what is it, the TVA, I think the Time Variance Agency, and that's where you see Owen Wilson in there, too. So which is crazy weird. Yeah, I kind of some of that stuff. <laughs> they're going to give them, there's going to be a lot of opportunity to sort of expand there and be interesting. But the the real surprise for me with just the sheer number of what they released with the Disney message was that they are true to their word. They said they were going to spend a ton of money on the platform and on these episodic shows and not spend a lot on the uh, movies so i guess that's crazy now, now did they say how long these episodes were going to be are they going to be like hour episodes i imagine I they'd think. probably be like about hour for, ah. or 45 minutes 44 40 to 45 minutes um, every I once in a while one of those be. mandalorian episodes is like 37 minutes and it feels too short yeah like the last two mandalorian i think it was like 32 and then 35 minutes where they're able to wrap that up but i don't know what these ones i imagine they'd be an hour we also are getting like the what if series, which is going to be the last. Uh, that sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, that and, is exciting. Yeah. And actually, what's yeah. what's cool about that? This is the last performance of Chadwick Boseman as your Black Panther is in that what if series. Oh, wow. So that's the last Crazy. time that you're going to see him. And I remember hearing too that they're not going to recast him, uh, which makes sense. You don't want to recast Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, but they're still not sure. I think what they're going to do, but it looks like it's going to be more of you know like the mantle, it's, like what they're going to do with Iron Man. Anybody can be Iron no, Man. Anybody can be a Black Panther. I don't know. Is is Black Panther a legacy character? Can he? Yeah. I mean, and, well, 
Yeah, and in, in, in overall, but like in the co- in the comics, in the comic, Tyler, do you know? I'm not sure. In the movie, though, at least that Black he, Panther movie, that's how it is. Like, yeah. his, his dad was Black Panther before that, and, you know, it gets a little crazy, of course, with the comics. I think he gets first introduced in Fantastic Four, or maybe that's just a mm. weird cartoon that I saw, too. So, you know, either <laughs> of those things could blend, but I don't mind that they do the mantle because... They're they're kind of they're gonna do it obviously with Iron Man because I think we're getting an Iron Man kind of show too as well, somewhat centered around that. And they're also good. They've done it, of course, with uh, Captain America, where Falcon's gonna be carrying the shield. So I don't mind them going in that direction. And I'm still excited to see that. What about the Hawkeye show? Any thoughts on the Hawkeye show? Um, the photos got released. Does he have filming it? Does he have the mohawk or no mohawk? I don't know if he's oh, got. It doesn't man, look like he has not the mohawk. Really, oh, Haley Steinfeld is. Uh, I'm just like more girl mohawk, I'm more in. So, but <laughs> oh, I, he looks so terrible. He looks like he's going through a midlife crisis. That's what <laughs> you do. What's yeah. his name? Uh, did, uh, what's his name from DC? There from the end of the Justice League movie. He's got the mohawk. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. He's rocking the mohawk. Those production sets. Uh, yeah, in the in the <laughs> Zack Snyder Justice League film. Oh, oh okay. yeah, that's oh, more okay. of a mullet, I think. So, because <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a solid mohawk. He's partying the back either way from the it, front, so it doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm definitely not excited for the what is that Hawkeye TV show? Uh, <laughs> I know? never felt like he got a good run in Avengers. I guess he got a little bit in Endgame and Infinity Why would War. he get a good run? Uh, he's a good character. <laughs> I, I don't know. He, they had to give him some like something to do because he couldn't do anything. <laughs> Brian, you're the D and D guy. You should always have yeah. an archer on your team. This exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, the ranger class yeah. is pretty bad. Lego Bloom, he was an amazing archer. <laughs> it just uh, that episode. It, it just reminds me of uh, the boys season two where they have a character uh, who's an archer and <laughs> yeah, he just right, kind of ran out of arrows. Yeah, he, he goes on this rant where he's just kind of like, I don't know why Bot would send me to a guy who's you know has an Uzi and I only have like 12 arrows or something you know <laughs> you know it's just like i ran i ran out of arrows that's what happens and so and it's, it's made fun of i think even on snl with hawkeye with that first event oh yeah it's yeah. just like i shot like 12 of them you're welcome you know and so <laughs> but doesn't he do like a song on 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 snl uh, i don't yeah, know he does. yeah it's oh, pretty funny does? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of these Star Wars uh, TV shows because yeah. oh, man, there not, is a lot. Let me get, let me get one last. Let me get one last Marvel thing in there. Uh, they're gonna do an I Am Groot Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special with. Oh, is uh, that right? I didn't hear about yeah, that. With, with the director James Gunn coming back to just direct it. And oh, so, I'm okay. okay. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll allow it. So, but yeah, yeah and I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really like all the hype with Baby Groot. I like I thought in the first one Groot okay that's cool but then it definitely overstayed its welcome within the second and then the third iteration. Do you prefer I like uh, teenage Groot the best. Yeah, I was going to that was my next thing. Yeah, I like teenage Groot too as well. So the puberty mm. years as we all like. And, <laughs> yeah, but uh Nick, so what are some of the Star Wars shows that are coming to Disney Plus cuz I've only well, seen a couple of them. We and... know some of them, right? So we know some of them. I thought the news that Hayden Christensen is going to come back as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan series was interesting. Um, yeah, they would just mm. announce it. So that's, I'm not I don't sure. know what role he's going to play. That's kind of weird, right? I mean, um, I'd be fine if I would be fine if it was kind of like they never really fully met again because they don't really they never meet until. Yeah, it doesn't seem happens. like they meet again, but yeah, it doesn't seem like they would. I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing Darth Vader or, you know, Anakin Skywalker hating Christensen, you know, the early years of Darth Vader. You know, that's something maybe I flashbacks again. of their glory days. No, I guess so. Yeah, they're just having a you pipe do something or like something. That, right? or, <laughs> and then talking. we have so the the Bubba Fett series is somewhat interesting. I don't know how much I care about that. I do think that character is more useful when it's not basically, you know, when it's a side player. I think if you, I don't need too too much of that. Um, but I guess they're going to do a whole show of that. You got the Ahsoka show coming. You've got. Um, Lando. I don't understand. I thought that like after Rise of Skywalker ended up being crappy, they were just going to stop that Lando series. But I guess it's an event series, something like a mini series. Is that going to be Donald Glover or is that going to be yeah, Billy Williams? To say, What's going on with that? I'm not sure I don't think that. Uh, I don't think we know yet. And I don't think they've said like what they're going to do with that, who it's going to be, Billy D. Williams or Donald Glover. But 
you know. Okay. Is there, are you guys rooting for someone to be it? Samuel L. Jackson. No, he's already. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a Nick Fury show, by the way. We buried the lead on that one. He's getting oh, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're doing the secret, the secret Wars, too. So maybe is he tied? He's tied into the Secret Wars somehow. But... Could be. Could my, be, my... Yeah. My question is, how are they doing all these TV shows? Money. Dollar dollar bills, yo. Yeah, money. <laughs> yeah, money is making all the COVID go away for them. And probably <laughs> those, uh, those contracts, too, when they sign up actors and, you know, everyone, they get, yeah, them for, yeah. they get them for however many properties they probably want them for. That's insane. Well, this is the thing. Like, they have the huge studio in Manhattan Beach, I guess is how it works, and a couple places in London, right? So you can isolate and do these. Um, episodic things all in one shot, pay the actors and distribute it out. So it's probably more feasible than bouncing around on different locations for these big giant movies. The question is like, is it going to oversaturate, right? So, okay, I'm okay with Lando, Bubba Fett. You got the Mandalorian Rangers of a New Republic. I don't know what that is. We know we already like the Mandalorian. I definitely want to see the Obi-Wan thing, but do we need like a Cassian Andor from Rogue One uh, prequel type show do we need um i don't the even know Detroit if we need story the story too show. yeah there yeah is. <laughs> do we need the high republic show that's coming like there's a bunch of stuff here that's kind of wonky that i think is going to potentially oversaturate everything yeah and i, I well, think so too with the oversaturation so well i think they need to have the good with the bad they can't all be bangers they have to have that yin and yang situation so some are going to be better than others and some are going to be terrible and i'm fully expecting that let me ask you this, producer Ryan. So the one that I thought maybe would uh, be close to your heart was that there's doing something, and I kind of like this idea, Star Wars Visions. It's kind of like an anime anthology thing that's going to go direct mm. to Disney+. Plus. Now, I was a big fan of the Animatrix. I don't know how much you guys like that, but I thought those- Yeah, yeah, no, that was great, cool. yeah. And it was like a lot of different takes in these short little 20-minute clips, and I really like that. So maybe they can stretch it out by doing something like that, and because it's animated, you know, the, the expectation maybe won't be so crazy high. Is it animated or is it in the style of anime? It says anime. It's going to be anime mostly. Mm, interesting. Because I know that they have done some things in the past, like trailers or like fan shorts, that they look great. Um, I think there was like an opening that they had uh, with the Luke Skywalker thread. And it looked pretty awesome. It looked like a legit like 90s anime. But it seems like I don't that, know. those those Jedis, you know, akin to ninjas and stuff like that would just work for that particular platform. I'd say samurais, more samurais than ninjas, but either okay, way. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also getting, uh, oh, what was it? We're getting the the Clone Wars, the Bad Batch. They're getting their own little series. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that, Tyler? Um, Explain that to me. That's from the last season of the Clone Wars. You know how they, I think it's, they canceled it after uh, six seasons and then Disney Plus kind of repicked it up and redid the seventh season for it. And that's when they introduced the Bad Batch. And so they're just like a group of defective clones that can still fight and do their stuff, but they're just like experimental mm. clones. So they still look that similar. They're not, clones. they're not for the empire. They're not, they're good guys. Yeah. They're, I think it's going to take place uh, still in the clone wars or just afterwards. So, and that's the thing with the bad batch. Like um, we don't know if like they have the inhibitor chip still. And that's the thing. And uh, that's the so thing that could in turn the bad at any yeah. moment or something. Well, yeah, because that okay. was it's like a whole arc in the Clone Wars where you know every clone they insert an inhibitor chip in their brain, and so that's the thing where it makes it when Order sixty six happens that they will just immediately kill every Jedi that they see. Wow. Uh, yeah, and so that it was like a long plot <laughs> in the Clone Wars. It's actually pretty good, but <laughs> but so we, one day Tyler will get into the Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm yeah, I do want to. When time permits, Star I'd like Wars to go mind. back and really explore yeah. that. One one advice for the Clone wars if there's an episode that's boring just skip it you don't need to watch all of them yeah because you know <laughs> okay. like i said like there's just really random stuff where it's like i don't want to watch four episodes surrounding around just tyler droids. i'm a completist like, though i i have to watch every single episode here's, here's the funny part <laughs> the guy who watches is, no uh, movies is a completist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's the funny thing too where it's just like they'll have jar jar episodes in the clone wars but it's just oh, like yeah. sounds great. they do they do story arcs so it's not like just sometimes one episode one and done it's like two or three episodes to complete like a whole story arc so you'll get like three episodes of just jar 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 yeah. brings that's, oh, that's, that's awesome like, and just that sounds Yoda like a great 
with that. And so it gets it gets a little exhausting because <laughs> then you're just thinking like Misa this, Misa that, and it's just too much you're hearing yeah. it. And that's Misa my twenty four Star Wars. <laughs> Misa, Misa Star Wars. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Tyler, because they did announce two feature films. Now we know, or you know, at least how I feel about the latest uh, entries of the feature film side of Star Wars, but. I am somewhat intrigued because Rogue Squadron, which is, I guess, coming out in 2023, is Patty Jenkins. You know, I like her from Wonder Woman. And then sometime after that, um, we have an untitled Taiki Waititi Star Wars film. So at least I like the two directors for the next two films. We have no idea exactly what they're going to be about. I guess we know Rogue Squadron is going to just cover, I don't know. The, the rogue fighters i don't know during what time period or how that's gonna yeah, work but, i mean it's gonna know. it's gonna take place of course like in between three and four which i think is a really good sweet mm -hmm. spot because you have you know the rise of the empire and everyone's on you know they're doing like total war basically where you have the rebellion that's kind of just forming up even kind of what we'll talk about like with this movie too is you know with like the rebels and so i'm i'm excited for rogue squadron or rogue rogue squadron <laughs> <laughs> now can i ask you guys a question so we've talked about this in the past whether or not we want it to be before or after or like like expanding the universe do you guys feel that if it's happening at the same time or like within the same time frame it kind of undermines like the climax of that series because you already know what's going to happen like the death star yeah. is going to explode i think you can only squeeze that orange so much yeah that's what i would okay say. yeah I, think, I, I agree with that yeah i think also it just depends on what storyline they're going to do if they're going to take something from mm -hmm. legends or if they're just going to kind of explore a new route too as well i think it just all depends what they're going to do but you're right like they if they keep on coming back to that well and i like that stuff of like in between three and four but you know how many i like it too you, it is a sweet spot but i mean again keep juicing that thing and you're gonna ruin it for everyone yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like you know can you do between four and five can you kind of do after you know that in between time of return of the jedi and also before i guess the first order takes place you know comes back and or not yeah, i do feel like there's a sweet spot yet. there yeah so i think and even still with Star Wars, because comic lines are still coming out and you there's an endless batch of stories that they can take, you know, but they'll probably make another solo movie or a Lando Calrissian movie or series again. So, <laughs> yeah, I expect it, hopefully. <laughs> uh, I think that's all we've got kind of for movie news. Is there anything else you guys want to throw in there? Well, I wanted to say HBO Max, they are jumping in that bandwagon and they sent me an email saying that, oh, uh, starting December 25th, they're going to be releasing anything that's in the theaters on HBO Max. And it's for free or it, not for free if you have a subscription. And the big one, Wonder Woman 84, that's going to be coming to HBO Max at the same time it comes to the theaters. And I got I, I got the same email, Producer Ryan, but it was just a, uh, HBO lighting uh, theaters on fire. That's all it yeah, was. Just yeah. like a little video. Just <laughs> movie so, theater houses. The HBO icon would show up and just like blow them away with fire. So are you, yeah, they, are you Nick, are you, and I guess Ryan, are you going to watch it in theaters like Wonder Woman or are you just going to catch it at home? I discussed it with the missus and she was like, you're not going to a movie theater. So I probably don't have much choice. If I can sneak yeah. away and nobody knows, I'm going to a theater. But uh, yeah, yeah, it looks like I'll be cranking up the volume on the sound, sound system yeah. downstairs and watching it. At There's home. just a mannequin Nick and it's got a shirt and clothes <laughs> on there. And it's just <laughs> like, oh, hey, Nick, you know, on here the podcast, just a blank mannequin. So <laughs> I'm just not yeah. happy about any of it. I will say Den uh, Denny Villeneuve, uh, who's doing uh, Dune is super pissed that they're going to release Dune on HBO Max yeah, for no extra yes. money. It's obviously not going to be able to get its budget back. It's a big budgeted film. And he was hope hopefully trying to do some kind of franchise or multiple films. And this is probably going to kill that, which is a bummer, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, Wonder Woman 84, like, I just want to watch it, but I would not mind going to the theater to catch it. It's kind yeah. of with Dune, but Dune... It looks like a theater movie. Yeah. Dune is for sure a theater yeah. movie. That's an ambiance. The, the thing with though, Dune is just kind of like, you know, am I going to like it? You know, it's a 50-50 shot right probably now. Probably not. Yeah, probably, probably not, not, yeah. Tyler. But I want to uh, see that. You know, that story is not one I've ever really liked, to be honest with you. I have read that book, and I've seen the David Lynch original, and, like, even though it's fascinating to me, 
and there's a lot of lore behind it. I just don't think that story is that great. The more yeah. I age, the more I'm like, eh, who gives a shit about spice? <laughs> That's sweet, sweet spice. <laughs> there's spice in Star Wars, so it's a little different. Yeah, but, yeah, a little different. Yeah. Spice is spice. So, all right. So today we're going to be doing Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So this is the first. The first side quill, I guess you could say, or spinoff, if you could categorize uh, it. The first of the anthology yeah. films, I think they call it the anthology. Is it an anthology, even though it's just I guess two? So, yeah. But oh, I guess they're going to be building more on it. But I don't know if they're going to have that end title where it's like Ahsoka Tano, a Star Wars story. I don't know if they're going to. You know, I've always had a title. bad feeling about those. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, uh, I, this is the second time that I've watched it. Uh, first time I caught it on theaters. You know, of course, opening night and. Yeah, uh, I'll just kind of go into it, but I enjoyed it a little bit more the second time. You know, this was, me too. Okay. Yeah, a little bit more the second time. Also, this was yeah. definitely, and I think maybe it's because you know, because we watch a bunch of crappy other ones. You know, we watch we just watched, <laughs> we just watched Solo, and we you know we had this whole conversation on Solo, just kind of you know somewhat like it's not that it's somewhat original, but also too like, did we really need it? Was it justified in making it? When it's just we're just learning no. about how Han Solo gets his cool jacket and his cool blaster and his nope, cool, you know, dice and everything. But with this... oh, did he have dice? I didn't catch that. Oh, you didn't catch that. <laughs> it ends with the dice, dude. It's so funny. But oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, but like watching this, it's kind of a nice little breath of fresh air. At least in my opinion, I think there's still some things that they could have tweaked and fixed a little bit. But it does have that famous thing of the two directors. So I agree. It's a little bit better the second time having watched some of these other sort of more mediocre films. There are elements of really close to greatness within Rogue One. And but there is also these elements of like, okay, it went through the car wash. The first 35 minutes is still atrocious, which is what I remember when I saw the movie theater. Um, but there's some beautiful cinematography. There is some solid music in here. A lot of the character stuff is unearned and kind of wonky, but the aerial fight scenes and some of the cinematography and explosions is just gorgeous. So I do give it mm. some credit. So I think I accept it a little bit better the second time around, but ultimately it's still kind of a fail uh, on balance compared to some of my favorites. I feel like if maybe if I watch it a second time, I'll like it more because to be completely honest, I really like the last half of the movie. Yeah. But the first half minutes is really, yeah. yeah. Like going into it, it really felt like generic star Wars movie. They're like, here are a bunch of elements. So many fucking planets. I could not keep track in that first 30 minutes. They're like, we need to make sure that we have all of these things, but it's a prison planet. We're on a fucking mining planet. We're on a lot of character in this movie. Like itself. I'm not going to say that I liked solo more, more than this one but i will oh. give it that solo had a personality to it it it, it stood out to me there, with there, this, let me, it's let me kind just butt in for this quick one producer ryan because i, I want to ask your specific opinion because you have the least okay. amount of experience with these feature films so I, one thing i would agree with you and i don't think solo is better on balance but solo you are having slightly bit more fun than this one now i do believe the intent is to not have a lot of fun on this one this came was born off the crawl of a new hope yeah so there is that part of it right but this movie is certainly uh even though it's messy still it's better constructed than solo was do you agree or disagree with that uh you know, I'll I'll agree with that. But in some moments, I felt like, oh, it's just very generic. It's like, OK, this is Star Wars. This is what Star Wars is about. And I understand that you could have put any Star Wars movie in front of me. And then I would have been like, oh, OK, so that's what we're watching. It, it did seem very cookie cutter up until like the halfway point into the end. Then it seemed to kind of pick up and define itself compared to the other movies. But in the beginning, it just seemed very slow to me. Yeah. And you're right about that. Like that first 40, 45 minutes of that, just that first half, it does kind of stretch out and it takes, a, it's too much. I don't think it knows what yeah. it wants to be. It's, it's confusing. Yeah. yeah it, it's, I agree. It's too much. Uh, it's too much build up. Like it's building up like way too much. And it's just kind of stretching out a little bit. Like we know like what the rebellion is. I know they're trying to introduce like Jin or so and Galen or so and that whole kind of backstory but you know do we really need to see that he's just like a simple farmer now you know <laughs> you know do we really need to see his, <laughs> I don't give a shit. his yeah. wife you know kind of <laughs> go in with the gun I don't know what her end game why does he that. not think yeah. that the general doesn't remember he, he has that? a wife and kid clearly <laughs> the general is going to remember that yeah, you know, and, so, and so, yeah and same thing Ryan like I don't know what, what was her end game because they're literally yeah. surrounded like <laughs> literally the, I, I will say that the wife messed it all up because she she gives the necklace to her daughter and says you know the plan right the obviously the wife didn't know the plan because yeah. she came in with what a blaster <laughs> going rogue and stuff she could have just went with the daughter way, into daughter the tunnel like what four or five there like you can't just yeah. leave your daughter what's the matter with you <laughs> yeah for some strange guy to come in and say hey 
Come here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a friend. Whatever. I gotta say, so and I don't want to. I don't want to bury the lead. I know we're gonna get into specifics here. The first time I saw this, because I, I remember Saw Rivera a little bit from the cartoon, right? Just a tiny, tiny bit, right? And uh, the first time I saw this movie, it did not distract me that Forrest Whitaker played him like that. And the second time I watched this, he reminded me of the Beckett character in Solo. I'm like, what movie is Forrest Whitaker in? <laughs> this makes no sense. Is he like uh, in like a David Lynch movie or something? Like this was whack. His character was whack. Yeah. And, and then he just dies. Like, you don't have to die. Just get on the ship. It's right there, man. Like, all right, whatever, dude. Yeah. He's tired. He's Nick. T- he is tired. I mean, he's got that whole, you know, uh, ventilator thing. He's inhaling. Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, we yeah. saw it. It zips back in when he lets go of it. I yeah, saw it. Just- it, yeah, the whole, and it's I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent about. I like that they included Saw Guerrero because you know he's from the Clone Wars. He's also from Rebels, and he's known as just being he's a rebel. He fought against like the Separatists and the Droid Army, and of course the Empire. But like throughout the series, he's known as kind of being that guy who'll take it like a step too far. You know what I mean? Like just that mm, one guy yeah. where it's just like they're pulling a prank, but you know they'll take it a step too far, and so. And it's weird because Boris Whitaker, like you said, I don't know what movie he's in because he's doing that weird breathing thing. He's just like, yeah. they sent you here to kill me? And he's just like, there's not much of me left. But <laughs> He's got like the crazy eye yeah. and he's all like, yeah. he's just whack, man. Yeah. And- <laughs> If they were going for crazy character, Forrest Whitaker did a really good job. I guess in looking like a crazy character. <laughs> he, but he, I remi- want- he reminds me of like clearly there are two directors in this movie, and we could talk about the specifics of that a little bit. Obviously, it's Gareth Edwards and it's Tony Gilroy who directed this movie. Clearly, they were not on the same page on what to do there, so because he was all over the place. But I do think that there are definitely scenes that they really didn't need. I agree with you guys. Like the whole part where what is it, Ben Gullet, that alien that probes the mind oh yeah that oh whole, yeah that was that fucking whole, nonsense that it was first of all like uh, Ahmed comes back he, he gets his kind of his mind back after a little while yeah so what exactly so what was the point yeah <laughs> so I don't know. and there's a couple of instances like it wasn't necessary it didn't add anything so why did they include it <laughs> yeah i agree that's i agree great. again i think it did not know what it wanted to be and multiple screenwriters multiple directors made it sort of messy they think they can fix everything in post they cannot fix everything in post you have to have a story man go in with the story complete first (laughs) you can make minor changes along the way and why does um why does when the death star blows something up everything else is in slow motion or the things that it's blowing up is in slow motion yeah i I never understood beautiful but i uh, the sound choices in this movie are kind of weird because it gets real quiet and you just kept seeing the mushroom (laughs) cloud thing you know yeah but it looked great but everyone's watching in the distance and it's just happening in yeah, slow like motion. Yeah, like you have 10 minutes before everyone, it's going to get to you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, everyone is walking in normal it's time. It's like they're tapping and they're, their foot, and waiting for around. the rush to just wipe them away. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was just, it just seemed kind of jarring. It's like, is it that intentional? It reminds me of Sonic the Hedgehog. You know when you don't move Sonic around for a little while? He starts tapping his yeah. foot, you know, and shaking his hip. I was like, Jen Erso is just waiting on the beach. Like, are you going to hit me yet or what? What's going on here? Yeah, because <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this is the first one. This is the first time that they had ever kind of really branched out where they're just like, we're not going to do a Skywalker thing. You know, we're just going to kind of steer away from that. And we're going to go into, you know, how these rebels, you know, stole, you know, stole the Death Star plans. And they've done it before, I think, in Knights of the Old Republic, the video game where it's Kyle Katan where he's kind of a Which part of that. Great. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it's definitely if you're going to do a side story, like this is what I would want. Not so much the solo, even though I don't think it's as bad. It's got a bunch of faults, but this is what I want to see. You know, I don't mind seeing like a rag. I agree with you. There, you know, yeah. they're going to go. Yeah, if you're going to do it off the side, do it, do it here. Don't do it with people like Han Solo. Yeah, not the main, not the <laughs> A cast. You know, do the B characters, flesh out those B characters or the characters we never see again, you know? And and I will say that this movie was filled with minorities. They were like, "All right, we can't we can't put him in the main storyline. <laughs> so let's get a bunch of people with accents and put him in this." <laughs> like oh there were so I, many accents. Oh, I don't. I'll wait for it. Uh, do you want to do the numbers now, Tyler? Because yeah, I have yeah, some specific yeah, questions. But that's hilarious. I didn't I didn't think about that. Like all the minority. Like, all right, B side right over here. All the white. Oh, you go on this side on the. I mostly yeah. like this cast. Actually, <laughs> I don't know that they were used exactly right, but I mostly like this. Yeah. Let me get into the numbers real quick. So 2016 Rogue One comes out, as you said, it was the first of these offshoot anthology non Skywalker films. Um, Very high budget. It's listed as 200 million, but we know it was more than that. Because again, uh, textbook Kathleen Kennedy, right? Gareth Edwards, Chris Weitz, who wrote about a boy, by the way, I always loved him as a writer, start working on this thing. They film maybe two thirds, give or take. And then Tony Gilroy comes in for rewrites and Tony Gilroy sort of takes over as director, doesn't do enough to get the full credit at the end. 
but films a lot of scenes to kind of clean this movie up. So sort of a combo director again and a car wash script yet again. Um, but it does do pretty well. It opens on that December time frame. You know, Star Wars tries to own the month of December. $155 million opening. It made 532 U.S., 523 overseas for over a billion dollars. For a non-Skywalker Star Wars movie, that's pretty good. If you're keeping score, it's about 700 more than Solo made and about half as much as Force Awakens, the sort of sandwich movies that's in between there. So box office-wise, definitely a success, right? Um, Critic gave it an 84%, mostly praise. I remember reading some bad reviews about it in 2016. I didn't write my own here. Um, and the audience, anybody want to take a shot at it? Uh, I'd probably say 70s. Maybe, maybe yeah, I would have yeah, said like mid 70s. It's actually higher than I thought. It's 86% audience. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So 84, 86 is indicative of everybody sort of feeling the same way about it. I don't know that I totally agree with that, but that's the numbers. is coming undone. Imperial flags reign across the galaxy. Can you be trusted without your shackles? Let's just get this over with, shall we? We have a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know how to destroy it. If you're really doing this, I want to help. Good. Good. I've been recruiting for the rebellion for a long time. We destroyed our home. I fight the Empire now. I fear nothing. All is as the Force wills it. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I like with this movie, but I think it's sort of, I don't know, maybe you guys can kind of relate to it a little bit, but whenever they do these movies, or especially like with the main trilogy, of course, it's mainly like the Skywalkers, and of course, you know, Rey's a Palpatine, but she goes as Rey Skywalker at the end. But <laughs> can, I, can I ask not, this question since yeah, you yeah, brought that up, Tyler? I'll be just butting for just a quick Captain Tangent moment. I thought, and I remember reading, you know how we do the screen rant thing and we go down the rabbit hole every once in a while before these things come out based on trailers and all these leaks and supposed leaks or whatever. I thought because Jyn Erso was British, there may be a shot that she was somehow related one way or the other to Ray. And I would have thought at least, even though I maybe wouldn't have liked how they worked it out ultimately, there was opportunity there. It's kind of weird that we don't get anything out of that other than this being just the crawl, uh, the, the sort of prequel to the crawl of A New Hope. Uh, did you think they swung and miss on that? Did you want uh, Jin to be more than what she was here? I am actually fine with this being a one-off. And I think I remember hearing yeah. that too, where it's just like, but at, the, at that point, it was kind of like, who is Ray? So it's just kind of like, this is a But woman. it was a good mystery box. I mean, that's what JJ does, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but like the one thing too. Turns is, out, that eh, wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. wasn't expecting much, but I was still disappointed. So, but, I didn't uh, expect it to suck quite that bad. <laughs> yeah. So the, the one thing is just like, why don't they include other Jedi? And I don't know if that's just like Kathleen Kennedy or just Disney in general, where they're just like, for the main, for the movies, we're not going to do any other Jedi besides just. Yeah, yeah I don't understand that either. I am also questioning and, that more and more. And I know? think too, like one character, which I really like is Donnie Yin in this, where it's like, he would have probably been a yes. very good example of making him into he needed I, another couple yeah. minutes of screen time yeah. but i did appreciate him and, and his friendship i do have blind jedi by the way just so you know so <laughs> and i just wanted to put out there though when you first pitched this i've never seen this, this is the first time me watching it when you guys pitched this to me i was expecting donnie yen to be doing more than he actually did yeah was, he needed a little and, bit more and it was a, it was a little unfortunate because I wanted to see him use force powers like uh, they made it see or you guys made it seem like, oh, he he would have been a Jedi if he was not like, you know, taking the path that he did. Uh, so I was expecting him to like do a force push or do a force jump or something to add to his um like well, uh, martial arts. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't have to pull out a lightsaber. He could just do like the force stuff and then use that with his martial arts and then whoop butt. But instead, it it was just kind of like, oh, okay, Donnie Yen is in this movie and he kind of believe or he believes in the force, but it never really comes to him, which I thought was a missed opportunity. There's some, there's some there that like, yeah, we we understand the missed opportunities there, and it, listen, they're on the place where they make the Kyber crystals, right? Why wouldn't he have a lightsaber, or a light staff, or something like that? Um, yeah, but, cool. but I did like some of this. You know, again, it's a it's close to good, but it's not quite there, right? The statue of the Jedi on the Jedi planet, 
and some of that lore was interesting. I was somewhat fascinated by it. They just can't figure out how to explain it or figure out how close they want to get to sort of the Jedi stuff. And I, I, I just wonder, you know, who's in the boardroom making those decisions to keep to give them that much distance there. Yeah, and because even the Donnie Yen too, because they have characters similar to that where they're not exactly Jedi, but they're still like really well connected with the Force and everything. So I'm okay with them taking that route, but it still just would have been a lot more better for them yeah. to make them, you know, why not make them a Jedi or just include, you know, a Jedi? It's just Something. him. Would have, it would have yeah. made more sense to include that with him, you know? And I would have been fine with him maybe even still dying in the movie, even though he is a Jedi, because then it explains, like, why haven't we seen him all the time? It's like, oh, he died. We know right Jedis now. die. I mean, we've seen it, so. Yeah, even younglings, too. Anakin just swings, you know, chops <laughs> yeah. up left and right. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> so he definitely had the best quote in the movie though <laughs> Adon, yeah. i feel like if anyone brings up rogue one they repeat that uh, i am one with like the force. i am the, the, force, force, the, force, the force. force is one with me yeah it's yeah. not are you kidding me i'm blind <laughs> uh, that one's not bad <laughs> yeah that one's pretty good there, there are like a, there are a bunch of things i actually like like with this movie too and, and and same thing just kind of watching the second time around it does feel like that breath of fresh air just a little bit but i like where you get to see Anakin Skywalker or even just Darth Vader. And you, I like that they have his palace on Mustafar, you know, the place where he, you know, got all the rest of it. It's a great long that. shot, too. Mm -hmm. If you look at the cinematography, I just want to say shouts to Greg Frazier, who did a great job making this movie look good, despite some of the flaws it has. I like that long shot of the temple there and the yeah. slow, they, they didn't overdo it. You know, it was just clean enough. Which yeah. I really appreciate. And I definitely like that. He's in the back to tank, you know, just in his downtime. That was no, cool. Because... I wish you could have saw just the, I, I love that they tease leave you wanting more, but I wanted like another second or two there. Yeah. And same thing, you know, I like it because it's just like, yeah, he's Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. He's Darth Vader and he's really powerful, but he's also just like super fucked up. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got a, he's got, that would have been a great spot for Hayden Christensen. Wouldn't you have liked to seen his face just for like a quick second? All scarred up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just no yeah. eyebrows nothing so yeah it's it's definitely where i like to see that version of him and you kind of see it i think in uh empire strikes back maybe where he's just kind of in this circular area where he can actually yeah, take his yeah. mask off and everything but mm -hmm. i like that he's just kind of you know like well this is where padme died this is where you know obi-wan wrecked me and everything but i'm gonna put my palace right here so 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 <laughs> listen i i truly believe okay and i don't think this works all the time but i truly believe the character of darth vader saves this movie for being like an Kind of like a fail, a total fail almost yeah. practically. Um, but that's that's a swing and a hit, right? That's a swing and definitely like a double to to, to mid center field or whatever. But can we talk about the digital recreations of Grand Moff Tarkin yeah. and Princess Leia? Because I don't think they oh, had the yeah. tech there. And what I would say about this is like they start with Moff Tarkin, and he you can see his reflection in the glass. Why does he ever have to turn around? If that looked pretty good right there, once he turns around, he looks like freaking, I don't know, something out of like... Uh... <laughs> so my, my insert your own joke there i mean it just was really <laughs> weird and creepy and then they just keep showing him like after it's clear it's yeah, clear they he looks awful, on him and gonna use him even more <laughs> this is my thing on that like i think the leia thing it's weird like she looks really really weird like just this is my kind of unpopular opinion i don't think tarkin looks that bad like I, his mouth isn't moving quite right, yeah. even though he's speaking. There's, 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 a, there's a couple of scenes where it's just like, man, like it's like a ventriloquist. Yeah. Somebody's got his arm up him or something. Yeah. So but you are right. Like there are like scenes like that where it's just like, oh man, like someone messed up with the lips. Why show him that much? Know. Leave him but, turned around. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I like I like seeing Tarkin. You know, I like but, seeing him too. But don't, show, yeah. don't zoom up they, on his fucking face. They, they could have replaced him. Like they could replace him maybe with like Grand Moff Thrawn. I think it is. You know. Yeah. Nobody would have been upset about that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so either, but I don't think it looks as bad, you know, and just kind of like referencing like the original trilogy. Like when I watched the original trilogy. And Leia looks, looks like angelic. Effect. She's yeah. so glowy. It's yeah. creepy. Yeah, she yeah. does. And I think it has to do more with the lighting. But when I watch like the original stuff and I see, you know, kind of the bad effects, I let it pass. So with this, it, the tech wasn't quite there, but I let it pass a little bit because all, right. all things considering, I don't think it's that bad. But the lip syncing thing. Oh, yeah. Someone messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Pretty pretty yeah. turned out fired because of that, you know? <laughs> you guys want to redub that? No, we're good. We'll let it go. Oh, no, one shot. <laughs> We've already spent three hundred fifty million dollars in reshoots. Let's let that go. <laughs> Take me thirty minutes. No, no, no. <laughs> we got it. Lunch. We got lunch coming. Panera. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um. What do you think about the the emotions? Like, okay, so uh, I'm forgetting about the first half of the movie. Forget about that. Yeah, because last it's half of the movie. <laughs> I feel like 
it's very defeatist when like it, it's supposed to be they're going to face your death. And I, I like I didn't put one and one together when I started watching this movie. I'm certain that all the fans did. I'm I, I'm certain that you guys did when you guys watched this the first time. But I didn't think that this was basically going to be a suicide mission for them. Kind of I wasn't nice expect- squad. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting them all to die at that moment. But when they started to like everything started to unravel and everything started to fall apart, it was pretty emotional. When there was some, some emotion, Donnie yeah. Yen goes some down. earned emotion, yeah. and then there was some unearned emotion that I didn't. But like. I will say that. I liked, uh, what was the main character's name? I forget. Oh, Jenner. Uh, Cassie and Andor? Yeah, Jin. Yeah, Jin. Yeah, Jin, oh, Jin yeah. and, and, and the guy, yeah, Cassian. Um, when they send the transmission, I wish that they cut it off there. Them going down to the beach. And uh, like, yeah. I felt like that was. I do think they linger there. Long. There's a good yeah, listen, yeah. You don't need the first 20 minutes of the movie, and you probably could take out around 12 minutes near the end, and it'd be just fine, maybe a little tighter. Yeah. First time mm-hmm. watching it, I was not sure if they're going to kill, you know, the entire cast. I didn't I think knew, they'd kill everybody. Yeah. I, I honestly I didn't, didn't think they'd not think yeah, they're going to kill any, everybody. That's but, pretty ballsy. Um, I, I, I like that. It. I respect I, that I move, like actually. I like that too, as well. That it's just kind of this one off and that they all died because it is, you know, kind of a suicide mission where they're all going on this, you know, this home planet or this home base of the Empire. But yeah, I think even too with like the original ending before they did the reshoots, like I think Jin Erso and Cassian were going to survive where they had an escape route to them. And I think you kind of seen an old trailer with Jin Erso running with the Death Star plans, but I'm mm-hmm. fine with them killing you know killing that off you know because that well i think what i think what they figured out and probably correctly so somewhere in the reshoots or somewhere between the gareth edwards passing off to tony gilroy who's a great director by the way and did michael clayton he's written a lot of movies i really like also that they didn't have enough so what they do is they add in that Star Wars sort of Darth Vader ending, which is so great. And there's oh, that great man, shot yeah. of Darth Vader turning mm-hmm. on the lightsaber. That was probably yeah, a reshoot yeah. situation. That was probably not the original thing. And I think it does sort of save the movie. So you got to credit them for that. But there's stuff here that was super unearned here. Like, I didn't like when Jin Show gives the speech on the ship. Uh, some of the stuff of like, I found these guys, yeah. they're coming with us now. And then Cassian all of a sudden becoming sort of like a clean, clear, good guy. All that stuff was wonky and it just reflects on sort of poor writing and characters not totally gelling there. Yeah, my my kind of final thoughts on it is just like the whole, you know, rebellions are built on hope and the speech is yeah, I could yeah. I could I could yeah, we get I it. could take it or leave you. Like, yeah, definitely. This whole be changing but... shit. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, they were already signed up for it. They didn't need to be motivated. Yeah, yeah that's true. Right. Yeah. Like, we already know we're gonna die. So yeah. yeah. And, and we did get a little politics. It was nice to see Bail Organa, my buddy Jimmy Smiths from NYPD Blue, uh and West Wing shouts. Uh, just like sort of like not being able to come to an agreement that they're not going to attack this thing or they're not going to work with this crew or they don't believe her mm-hmm. or whatever. Some of that was okay. I did like the Mon, uh, Mothma, I guess is her name. It was cool to see her again. But, you know, I just think like I, they, you have to sort of flesh that stuff out and we don't care about these characters quite enough and their relationships quite enough for that to work as well as maybe they thought it was. Yeah, and same mm-hmm. thing like what we had talked about before where it's just like you've got the beach war zone I think that's such a great, you know, that final last. It looks great. And you have these beautiful sandbox set pieces, but the characters don't sort of live up to those. And so, you know, you get the rebels and I like how you kind of get to see the other rebels, not just the minorities, but you get to see the alien rebels. There's that little alien guy (laughs) who's got like the little turret. Those guys look good. All that shit looked good to me. Yeah. And I think the AT, the ATATs look great too. I think they're threatening when they're coming in there. I love the palm trees. Explosions by the palm palm trees. Fucking great, man. And Mm -hmm. I definitely think it's pretty good where you just, the space battle over the shield, you know, that final space battle scene where they're just trying to rush Mm -hmm. to get the, you know, the Death Star plans out there, destroy the shield. I think that's uh, even the even the two starships colliding into each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's some good stuff, and even using old shots from A New Hope and inserting them in there with rebel pilots too. How about the? uh, I don't know if you guys remember from the beginning. There, one of the better parts of the beginning was the sort of casted shadow that falls across the starship yes as it sort of opens up and it was like very like uh, a throwback but also it looks so much cleaner because you were so much more zoomed in it was yeah. beautiful yeah so i mm. definitely like where they just add those shots in that whole space battle i think is really good i don't want to say it's the best space the guy who does this movie tyler i know you'd appreciate this he's doing dune obviously but he's also doing the batman so if you like the look of this movie maybe that's a positive i do like the the look and 
just my final thought on it too as well is just that you know we already talked about it but that final you know darth vader battle scene where he's just mowing those guys down left it's exciting right? oh, yeah. it's a little bit yeah. of like captain it, america catching the hammer right you get yeah. a little nerdgasm it's, there it's yeah. so great because he's just he's pulling all the guns he's using the force you get to see him just chopping guys down you see the that guy that's guy on top the, on the yeah, roof exactly, there yeah. that's fucking bad why did it take that guy so long to pass the intelligence on like you're not gonna make it buddy pass that fucking yeah. thing on yeah <laughs> and so even it's just great you know the guy on the roof he falls and darth vader's just like i didn't forget about you just still slightly him you know it's great (laughs) it also creates that sense of time probably the best uh point of the movie of doing that like there's the urgency is right there yeah you're right and it's great to see it (laughs) and go ahead throw your thought in right yeah I just, I just think it's, it's funny though that as soon as the the ship escapes and then Darth Vader's just standing there like, I was like, oh shit. Well, I think I there's emotion there dead. though. I honestly think there's emotion there. If you know a New Hope, and if you're a fan of obviously the original trilogy, um, and my next pick is going to lead right into that. So you're welcome, America. Um, I think there's emotion there that he failed to catch that intelligence before it left because yeah. we know what happens. It, we know what the result. But is. he just stands there. It, it's just, it's just like what a is funny he gonna say? Look. What do you want him to say there? You know, I will say I, I don't want to. I don't want to not mention this because I thought it was horrendous, and I really like Mads Mikkelsen. His the timing of uh, of uh, Galen Urso's death is stupid, and his death scene is also kind of stupid to me. That yeah, there could have yeah. been emotion there, but I thought that was another point where like the characters didn't gel and it didn't quite work, and his twisted leg and stuff. It better. was kind of wonky. I didn't like any of that. Yeah, and I think even so too, like with this movie, the characters, you know, they're there, but they could have been fleshed out a little bit more. But I think the story at the end is kind of what makes it great, and I think it, or maybe not so much great, but I think it makes it that much better, and it helps yeah. with that final end. It, scene. You know, with can the I battle. ask the question before we get into ratings? Does this movie work if there is no Star Wars? Uh, like if they're, you know, if it's a standalone, so. legit. I think so. <laughs> I don't. It just, I don't think it does. I, mean, I think really? it, needed, yeah. it needed the reshoots. It needed the the sort of the gravitas of Darth Vader. I don't think it survives without it. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's better because I think it's just great that it leads directly into A New Hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Smart, smart by them. That's, smart that's decision definitely... by Kathleen Kennedy, although they rushed it out yet again and fired another director. That definitely makes it better, like in the overarching view of the universe. But I, I do think that because of the beginning, it's very generic. It's very generic. Yeah. And then you could have just changed the name of it, changed the name of uh, some of the people and been like, okay, this is a space movie now. I wonder and- what the uh, pre-reshoots movie was. I wonder what the straight Gareth Edwards film was. It's kind of weird. I bet you it's kind of yeah. wonky. I, I just feel like there wasn't enough personality of the movie itself to make it great. But I do think that it could have just stood alone as its own movie if it wasn't connected yeah. to the Star Wars. And, universe. you know, that's probably why they killed all the characters. It's just like, man, what can we do with these characters if they survive? You know, it's like just. Well, we're getting a Cassie <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Andor yeah. TV show. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I you're guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I do like where there's just kind of that little hint of just like, you know, we're the rebellions. But, you know, what if we go too far? Are we as any better as the Empire? They could have fleshed out a little bit more. I think the, Guerrera, the Cassian Andor character himself as a CIA guy is kind of like a double agent and he like he when he kills that guy in the beginning it's just really awkward all of that is kind of awkward and I don't know how they make that work in a TV show yeah we'll see though I guess I don't know if we need a whole TV show but I'm gonna give this a seven and a half I think it's definitely it's a little bit more since the first time I've seen it and I know it's got those problems with that first end but I really wish they would explore more with storylines kind of like this yeah, and I don't disagree with that. I think you're right. This is sort of a sweet spot, and there's some more uh, uh, stuff here to drill down and get to that maybe you can sort of squeeze this orange a tiny bit, a tiny bit more. Just don't go too far with it. Probably the sixth or seventh of the feature films in terms of my rankings with Star Wars. I gave it a 6.0 at the time I rated it in 2016. Maybe a little room to grow. I'm comfortable saying six and a half, uh, given the cinematography and given some of the things that I liked a little bit better this time. I think in 2016, I was off. I was taken aback because I had so much fun with The Force Awakens that this sort of serious and sort of messier take kind of like threw me off. I didn't know what to expect, so it was sort of caught me off guard. And now that I've seen it and accept it, yeah, six and a half is probably about fine. Hmm. For myself, I'm going to give it same thing that I gave Solo, six and a half to seven. It it was all right. Uh, it was fun towards the second half. The beginning, it just slogged a little bit. But once I got to like that halfway point, it started to pick up and I was really invested. I, I still feel that it doesn't have enough personality to make it stand on its own and be like, oh, yeah, I definitely want to watch that. I was thinking about Solo as I was watching this movie. So it kind of makes you 
have an idea of how my thought process was. Yeah, I, was I think the order movie. you watch these things in, Producer Ryan, does make an impact. And it's yeah. unfortunate that you're watching it in a strange order. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay, though, because may, it'll make me look fondly on it and it may I may revisit it. So it'll change my uh, mind on that. But uh, I think six and a half to seven, That's probably it, it could right. grow. But uh, right now I'm sitting there. All right. So we're going to move on to our next segment, recommendations. Is there anything you guys caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend? I'll be super quick again. Cult of Cults on HBO Max. This is the Heaven's Gate cult, the UFO cult, uh, cult quote unquote there. Uh, they commit a mass suicide at the end. Spoiler. Um, it's a what? rough watch. It's only four episodes, uh, though. And it's not so much about, well, you know that from the very beginning. It's not so much about what happens ultimately with the cult. It's all sort of the periphery damage. And again, I just like that we're getting a lot of documentaries about this cult thing because there's a lot of the grooming and manipulation process that talking about it sort of exposes it, maybe prevents people from getting involved one way or the other. Yeah. HBO Max, yeah. uh, Heaven's Gate, Cult of Cults. Mm. So Disney Plus, uh, I've listened to it multiple times in the past, but it was the first time me watching it. Hamilton. Awesome, oh, great, awesome right? musical. Yeah, it is so good. The songs are so catchy. I've been singing it all week. I love it. Uh, check it out if you haven't. And if you haven't, check it out. What's wrong with you? Um, it's two and a half hours. It's on worth Spotify, it. but Absolutely it's also, worth it. Yeah, it's really good. And if I could watch it live, I would definitely. I do see that. you more That's of great. as an Aaron Burr. Yeah, I actually I do <laughs> see myself as an Aaron Burr as well. <laughs> I'm more of a Washington, I think. <laughs> nah, uh, maybe uh, Lafayette. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I'm okay with that. I'll allow it. <laughs> so I caught a uh, clause over on Netflix. So K L A U S with J.K. Simmons and uh, Jason mm. Portman as well. Yeah, so, okay. it's, it's yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's good. Is it good? It's, yeah, it's worth the watch. Okay. Yeah, it's a cartoon and it's a kids movie, but it's it's worth the watch, especially now because it's Christmas season. But Ryan, where can we find you at? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, yell at me, complain about my opinions, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com. I re-released the solo uh, review from 2016, 2017. I can't remember. Um, and attached the podcast to it. Got some good feedback for that. Um, hit me up at Twitter at Real Watch and the Christmas episode of East to West with Nick and Rob releasing this weekend. So check us out. And we're talking Flick. You can always follow us over on Twitter at Flick underscore talking and you can leave a rating review whatever podcast app you if listen to. you're going to rate us, um, quiet. And there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. <laughs> Lies? Deception? <laughs> hey, there was a pretty cool droid. <laughs> His death scene was emotional. You forgot to bring, yeah, bring yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was emotional. Yeah, it was. But it was. Alan so, like, okay, it was a good job. Again, it felt like it lacked personality. He was just a sassy yeah, droid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's so sassy. Me too, SO. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, You've been rescued. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'll be there because I have to. Yeah, he is good. Yeah. We didn't talk about him. But anyways, uh, we got Patreon. We can donate any amount of money to us, and you can get access to other content. Help we'll take Kaibar crystals. We'll take those crystals. I want a lightsaber. Um, the Kaiba, Kaiba crystals. Yeah, I want Whatever, a man. So, <laughs> all right. And we'll have a link in the description for everybody's stuff. Finish the show, Ryan. Oh, wait, I forgot. What are we doing next week? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> what are we doing next week? What are rebellions based off of? Um, I don't know. It was. I think an, it's. Uh, I think it's. I think money. It's, oh yeah, that's hope. It is money. Actually. I think it's hope. I think it's hope. So we're gonna do a new hope, 1977. You're welcome, America. Uh, we're finally doing hey, it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Oh man. All right. Finish the show, Ryan. Hey, that was talking flick, and we'll talk at you next week. Yay. It's a lot of. It's a lot of explosions for two people blending in. <laughs> <laughs>